0: He really is Tony Stark. He is. <laughs> In a different realm.
1: Yeah. In a different universe. universe? Hey. <laughs> Nerds. <laughs>
0: everyone welcome to allied rebels Woo! we are your hosts i'm roxy and i'm Dee. hey girl hey how you doing <laughs> mm, i'm feeling spunky today apparently jesus <laughs> uh, all right before we continue on with our shenanigans let's announce today's episode we are talking about Phase 1 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe Woo! Woo! Hell yeah <laughs> uh, But first D, update us with what's going on with you Well, where to start
1: I've been free watching a lot of uh, Bailey Sarians Sarians? Wow Sorry Bailey, I know you're listening Um <laughs> Yes Absolutely. <laughs> she's our one listen in California.
0: Anyway <laughs> We love you, Bailey.
1: <laughs> um I've been re watching her murder mystery and makeup Mondays videos and um her dark history videos and her old like she used to do Saturday videos too where she just did her makeup and talked, which I liked. But mm-hmm. I understand why she doesn't do it anymore. It's a lot. Um Yeah, she's got a lot going on. Yeah, she does. Um and then Dying Light 2 recently came out. Yeah,
0: girl. Hey,
1: I've been playing the crap out of that, and it's the same but different. <laughs> and it's the same amount of or the good amount of same and the good amount of different. They didn't change it completely, right on. And they didn't um just copy paste completely. No. Nice. So you've got new monsters, you've got new missions, you've got different controls. It's kind of cool.
0: I know, it sounds really awesome and I can't wait till we get it so we can play with you guys. The one thing I need to quit doing
1: is just jumping off the buildings (laughs) and (laughs) landing on the ground like like I'm going to roll because um, I'm not Kyle Crane anymore, (laughs) I'm Aiden and they're two different people and I need to remember that because I can't keep affording these health kits. (laughs) Health tip. <laughs> yeah. Um just, I've been literally playing as crane for years now with, you mm. know, a full upgraded crane and uh, he's not an upgraded crane right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also was asked to start DMing for our other D and D group. Um, we're still gonna do our campaign that we've been working on for two years now because we haven't finished it yet. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And um but the dm he wants to actually play and not just you know so he's like hey do you want to i was like oh he goes i'll buy the book i said okay because i didn't want to come up with a whole new storyline and you know all this other stuff and he goes it's okay i'll buy the book and so yeah we're gonna do um
0: the water deep uh dragon heist so oh sounds very cool um yeah make his game really exciting (laughs)
1: They're like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Well, you tripped on that. What? Just you.
0: <laughs> oh hey, look, you choked on your own spit. Now you're dead. that death saving throw.
1: No, I won't do that. But so, what about you? What you been doing,
0: Roxy? <laughs> Roxy. Um. Well, I've still been really obsessed with Animal Crossing, especially because I got that Happy Home Paradise DLC. hello Yeah. I spend at least like three or five days in one single house. But to my defense, it's not like I'm spending all 24 hours of the day doing it. Mind you, that's still probably really long, but it's just I want I'm too much of a perfectionist. So I just need to not be as nitpicky so I can do more of the stuff like you're like doing all this other stuff I want to do. So, but yeah. And and, uh,
1: I became your um, boyfriend sugar mama on there, too
0: yes um yeah you've been uh hooking it up helping the family out well you know i
1: i I help the plebs that are around me (laughs) you're like the
0: godfather you're the godmother i mean yeah i (laughs) am hey we want the (laughs) best. yes i'm just waiting for you to come over to request your favor (laughs) you have to pay it back Alright,
1: now I need you to get rid of this person for me. Yes. On Animal Crossing? No. Real life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, that's a big price to pay. Uh, Here, you can take back your Alice dress. (laughs) I don't need it. And all those bells that I gave (laughs) you that you already spent. (laughs) That turned really really fast. We're talking about Animal Crossing. (laughs) oh my gosh anyway oh we'll have to talk about that uh that whole conspiracy theory Uh about kurt being a murderer and mira being like a Uh, homelander from the boys animal crossing episode uh yeah we do this is an animal crossing podcast now don't you know (laughs) anyway um also we have been playing dead island together uh, that has been super fun I always forget how fun that game is me too but I think it's because when we first played it we played it as a one-player and scary that was a nightmare, as shit. Yes, and that was really difficult, and that's what turned me off of the game. Like I liked it, I liked the graphics, mm-hmm. I liked the characters, I liked the storyline. It was just really fucking difficult to play it. Mm-hmm. It was scary and it was hard, especially when you get yeah. to the prison or even in that village area before that place, like before the the lab and the oh,
1: where like the butcher is introduced. I think so, yeah
0: in even the lab area too it gave me like Resident Evil vibes which yes. I liked we, I remember uh-huh. we talked about it all the time we're like we need some like safe music in the game. yes it was scary it I just need really to know scary. I'm in a safe place that's, for a second yes that's I think like we got like um I don't want to taint it but we got like spoiled with <laughs> yes. Resident Evil's like, like safe room
1: it's okay baby it's okay
0: wrap your back and then I was like move motherfucker move run
1: <laughs> and Resident Evil comes in here you want a scented candle here you go <laughs> Thanks. some incense
0: yeah light some candles and give me some tea and yeah. just cuddle with the blanket oh you need a heated blanket here you go yeah. <laughs> and dead island's just like nah bitch take that rusty pipe and go move bitch yeah. <laughs> seriously um also, I was gonna just mention really quickly how much I love Cobra Kai. Um, you watch the Karate Kid movie. Oh yeah. I'm sure like a lot of people have seen it and it's really, really good. Except I recently found out or oh, I heard that it may or may not be cancelled and I was really sad because I actually wanted them to have at least one more season, would be nice, but I just it's kinda like a guilty pleasure thing i watched it as a joke because mom was like it's really good like my mom and my siblings were like they liked it and i was like "Uh, okay and we watched it as like a joke one day browsing netflix and we're just like all right and then we like we watched the first episode we turned to each other and we're like one more (laughs) and it was like that the whole thing it came became a joke one more yeah it was pretty good um so yeah but we'll see what happens with that it's really cool, though, because like you get to see, you know, Johnny the bad guy. Uh, you get, yeah, it's he- basically you see his side of the story, and it's actually pretty cool. He's, you know, misunderstood. Um. Anyway, another thing we've been watching a lot is MasterChef. It's like another Gordon Ramsay show, and I'm just really obsessed with his cooking shows. This one, I was kind of disappointed, though, because I feel like the winner of the whole show is the person who can best market their cookbooks mm. and that's really sad because we both agreed that the winner should have been the other person because they were a better cook but whatever it's fine i'm just saying i'm just not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna watch that that's what i'm saying right now but who knows right who knows but yeah let's move on to our new segment yeah Woo! so for games the first one we found
1: was Horizon Forbidden West, and it's only available for PlayStation, PlayStation Five, um, so PlayStation exclusive. <laughs> Your club's without one. Uh, hey, anyway. that's rude. <laughs> you have one. Okay, you're right. You have a four. My bad. Um, it comes out February eighteenth. It is an action RPG. It is an open world game which continues the story of Alloy, a young huntress from the Nora tribe. As she leads a band of companions on a quest to the frontier known as the Forbidden West. To the source of a mysterious plague that kills all it infects. This looks really freaking cool. It looks so good. Graphics look amazing. Mm -hmm. The storyline looks good. Mm -hmm. I'm excited.
0: Am I going to get it right away? Probably not. But eventually. (laughs) Yeah, it looks really good. It reminds me a lot of Ark but a more structured version of Ark, which is nice. That makes sense? Yeah. Uh,
1: The next game is Martha is Dead. It is available on, like, everything. (laughs) The PC, the PlayStation 4, the Xbox One, and the Xbox Series X. And that comes out on February 24th, and it is a horror game. Martha is Dead is a dark first-person psychological thriller set in 1944 Italy that blurs the lines between reality, superstition, and the tragedy of war
0: it looks so good it does this was said by the gaming former. every horror fan needs to pay attention to martha is dead because it is truly one of the most messed up experiences i've had in gaming in a long time in the best way and i was like oh shit like i yeah right that made me want to play it even more after you read that i was like hell yeah let's go Mm-hmm. yeah uh, there's a lot of good reviews like that along the same line like saying it's really good so might be worth considering i her the next game is elden ring which both roxy
1: and i were like is it like lord of the rings but yeah no it's not but <laughs> <laughs> it's available on and like everything else again PC, PlayStation 4 and 5, and Xbox One and Xbox X series. Um, It comes out February 25th. It's an action RPG also. The Elden Rings tells the story of the Tarnished, who were banished from the lands between. With the eponymous Elden Ring now shattered, you build your own Tarnished and set out on a quest for glory in the aftermath of a great war. The gods of old decaying all around you. I it looks interesting.
0: Yeah, it does. Yeah, there's definitely a storyline there and it looks pretty interesting and it's very customizable from what I read. Mm-hmm. Like you can customize everything from what you look and what you're wearing and stuff. So It looks it looks fun. Yeah.
1: And the next and final game for now is Grid Legends, and it's available on everything again. It comes out on February 25th. It's a racing game. Grid Legends is a high-stake driving experience that combines thrilling motorsports action, incredible race variety, and immersive story that puts the player at the heart of the action. It looks really freaking awesome. And I don't really love racing games, but this one looks interesting.
0: Yeah, um, I do like racing games, but it's a particular type. Like, the Need for Speed Underground ones are my favorite. And it's really interesting because they use, like, actual actors in the cutscenes and stuff. And it just looks pretty cool. And it's like they made a storyline for it and stuff. So, it's pretty interesting. Makes it different than other racing games. Yeah, exactly. Alright, and then for movies, we have dog coming out February 18th and it's a comedy two former army rangers are paired against their will on the road trip of a lifetime. Briggs, played by Channing Tatum, and Lulu the pup pup, race down the Pacific coast to a fellow soldier's funeral so it looks like a fun like buddy comedy type movie yeah but also sad at the same time so I don't know how much I want to see it (laughs) (laughs) just bring your tissues when you go Ugh. And then we have Uncharted coming out February 18th as well. And it's an action-adventure movie. And if you played the video game, I'm sure you're really stoked for it. Based on the prequel storyline from the video game for PlayStation, the story is focused on the young thief Drake, played by Tom Holland, and his first encounter with the professional rogue Sullivan, played by Mackie Mack. (laughs) Flawbird. Mackie Mack yeah so i've never actually played the uncharted games but my boyfriend really likes them are you familiar with them um i've only watched people play them yeah i've never personally played them yeah people really love this franchise um so it should be interesting
1: I mean, it was a game that I loved watching somebody else play, but I didn't want the struggle of that. So I was just like, yes, good job. You play.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I did find out it was basically like Tomb Raider. Yeah. It I'm is. like, ooh, I like, I like that shit. Male Tomb Raider. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So it should be fun. And then we have The Devil's Light coming out February 25th. And that's a horror thriller. A nun prepares to perform an exorcism and comes face to face with a demonic force with mysterious ties to her past. Uh, I've seen this trailer a couple times and it looks pretty good. Yeah, it does. I'm excited. I want to see it. Mm.
1: I don't see horror um, movies in theater very often because I swear to God, they're in there for a hot second and they they leave because, you know, that's the life of a horror movie. But I want to see this oh and then guys uh the winter olympics are happening right now and i'm definitely going to be paying more attention to the winter olympics this year because well at least the hockey aspect of it because i'm a college hockey fan and my team has several of their players playing on several different teams so i'm super excited yeah when you told me that i was hella impressed and the head coach of the USA hockey team and the assistant coach both coached at my team as an assistant coach.
0: Wow. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: The opening ceremonies were good. I mean, nice. I've seen better, but it was still good. Yeah. Nothing to, you know, you know, shit on because it was still good. But uh, I only was able to really keep up with the women's hockey so far because I haven't had time to really catch up on anything else right now. And they beat Finland. So,
0: yay. Nice. Uh, right on. Yeah. That one's actually pretty cool. I do like seeing the ice skating. Like, yes. I don't really ever watch a lot of the Olympics. Um, like I'll catch it here and there while I'm on, the, on the TV. Um, but I do like watching the figure skating competitions.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to try to keep... Um, More up to date on the Olympics and see how many medals USA wins. It's the only time I'm super excited to actually pay attention to world sports. And I think, unfortunately, that's the truth for everybody. Not everybody, but some people. Yeah. I always go, I'm going to pay attention after the Olympics, and then I don't, and I feel bad.
0: Because these athletes work really hard for it. Mm -hmm. But. It's a lot going on. Um. I saw this really cool thing on Reddit. Someone recorded basically like a TikTok inside of a, one of the cafeterias that they have in there. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool. Like everything was freaking automated. I'm mm-hmm. like, they're living in like the year 2500. I don't know. It's amazing. They really are. Like, holy shit. And she ordered like stir fry. And it said like it was 60 UN, which is like the equivalent of $9. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Uh-huh. Like we pay like $15 for a hot dog. Right. For a nasty hot dog at the <laughs> baseball park. So, um... Yeah, that sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> Sorry, it's pretty great. <laughs> I couldn't help it; it just came out. <laughs>
1: it's pretty great. This is why you don't meet your ears
0: <laughs> <laughs> <That's> Awesome. <laughs> hey daredevil devil. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the topic. So Phase One of the MCU, also known as Avengers Assembled, is the first part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the first part of the Infinity Saga. From 2008 to 2012, the Phase One films have grossed almost $4 billion worldwide. The first set of movies introduces the main universe in which the films are set. As well as core characters such as Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk, Black Widow, Hawkeye, Nick Fury, and War Machine. <laughs> God, it's a lot. Yeah. Shit. Um, and organizations such as Shield and Hydra. Hell, Hydra. Oh, I don't know if you can be here right now. <laughs> you have to go. Uh,
1: many of the films in Phase 1 focus on the Tesseract. Which is an extraterrestrial artifact that is later established to contain one of the six infinity stones. Uh, and oh my gosh. It's oh, such a nerd. Um, <laughs> so when they introduced the Tesseract in the first movie. I was like oh, wait. No they're not gonna. Are they? Nah. Okay. And then I kind of forgot about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because
1: you know my nerd ass knew exactly what. Yeah. Yeah anyway um <laughs> the final film the avengers involves the villains loki and thanos yeah i say thanos how do you say his name thanos okay because a lot of people say thanos too and i'm like really i oh, say it it's thanos i was gonna say how do they say it in the movie thanos exactly yeah <laughs> that's how i said it since i was a kid so i was right anyway <laughs> <laughs> um anyway loki and thanos ally to steal the tesseract at Conquer Earth, leading to the formation of the Avengers. So, some random facts. Robert Downey Jr. received a 10,000% pay increase. Got <clears throat> He deserved it, though. Um, yeah, for sure. His take on the character of Tony Stark has been nothing short of brilliant and one of the most entertaining aspects of the MCU so far. Uh, I agree, 100%. Yeah. My fave Um, but like I don't know if everybody knows, but a lot of people do know that he kind of had a spiral in the late nineties with, you know, substance abuse and other things just not, you know, not having very savory.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or a little a little
1: uncouth. Yes. Um, he was not making the best choices and he didn't have the best influences in his life at the time. But he did end up cleaning himself up um, in two thousand one. And he kind of started putting himself out there more and he wanted his comeback and he landed the role of Tony Stark in 2008's Iron Man.
0: You know, I almost think like, I don't know if this is something that's been talked about or whatever, but I almost feel like he maybe saw a little bit of himself in Tony Stark because he was also like this, you know, like kind of a celebrity status Uh like rich person and he didn't make the best choices either sometimes Mm -hmm. tony stark and he kind of saw that but he saw that he redeemed himself Mm -hmm. and he really generally wanted to help people and Mm -hmm. i think he kind of saw that himself i agree i actually think he did say something Something like like that that, yeah conspiracy theories (laughs) there we go (laughs) he really is tony stark he is (laughs) in a different realm
1: yeah in a different universe Universe? hey (laughs) (laughs) nerds
0: (laughs) since at the time he wasn't the star that he is today he was only offered $500,000 for that role which it may seem like a lot of money to some which it is but it's pennies compared to the $585 million that the film made at the worldwide box office and it was largely due to Downey's incredible performance so, because of this, he did receive $10 million to return to the sequel, and then another $50 million to appear in 2012's The Avengers. And it's well deserved because without him
1: kickstarting the MCU, it wouldn't have made what it did. Yeah, you could
0: say we don't know if it would have been as successful.
1: I honestly, I this is my theory, I really don't think it would have because he's literally the perfect Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. He is Tony Stark.
0: Mm -hmm. And,
1: like, it just... The casting they did for these movies... Incredible.
0: Yeah. Which we were talking about that. It was almost, like, in a way, like, accidental in some ways. Because it wasn't, like, exactly what they planned originally. Like, for example, Daniel Craig was originally considered for the role of Thor... Um, but Craig claims he was offered the part, but he had to pass due to his contractual obligations to the James Bond franchise. See, it says he uh, claims doesn't mean it actually happened. <laughs> so let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do like Daniel Craig. Um, I ended up accepting him as James Bond. I, before I saw his movies, I was like, that's not my James Bond. But I ended up liking him surprisingly. But that being said, I really don't see him as Thor at all. Like at all? No. Like not. Like, like he's no. Odin? Maybe. Or but I can see Thor. him as like uh, Agent Colson, kind of uh, like uh, some type of agent in the Shield. I think in Shield. Yeah. Okay. A Shield agent. Right. So. I don't see him as like a hero role. No. 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 Even though he's James Bond. <laughs> maybe. Uh, maybe a villain.
1: Oh yeah, he'd be a good villain. Another person who could have played somebody else is Emily Blunt. She was almost Black Widow. I could see it, but I think Scarlett Johansson was...
0: Yeah, I think she knocked it out of the park, so... Um, But it's just kind of a thing where, like, when something is done so well, it's kind of... Whether or not someone else would have been good, it's kind of hard to see it. Yes. Kind of like Robin Williams. I love him to death. Uh I think he's amazing. He was considered to play the Riddler in Uh Batman Forever. I love him as an actor but i think jim carrey did amazing i love him as a riddler so that would i could you know that would have been different outcome too but
1: it still would have been good just different um but before johansson was brought in the role was originally offered to emily blunt like i said she accepted the role unlike daniel craig who turned it down immediately supposedly um i'm kidding (laughs) but uh she was forced to um concede the role to uh, Johansson because of a scheduling conflict. So, I mean, you know. And another interesting one is Christopher Evans turned down the role of Captain America several times. According to Evans, he balked when Marvel asked him to commit to a nine picture contract. So he was kind of like, ah, nah. (laughs) Nah. Um, he said during a taping of jimmy kimmel doing the movies one at a time if all of a sudden you decide you don't want to go to do them anymore you're afforded the opportunity to take a step back and recalibrate when you have a giant contract if all of a sudden you're not responding well too bad you got to suit up again so yeah he changed his mind obviously
0: yeah and And, that makes sense about the like not being tied down for like because that's a lot of years Uh when you think about it and to stay in that shape yeah yeah, oh my god exactly i mean (laughs) thankful but (laughs) thank you for your sacrifices (laughs) thank you for your services mr evans (laughs) (laughs) yes absolutely but yeah no, like can you imagine like it sounds like a fucking awesome job but yeah there's a lot of sacrifices to be made like the traveling the the filming the staying in shape for the role it's a big commitment to make when you think about it Mm -hmm. so it's huge
1: it's literally life-changing
0: yeah but i mean it's hard to see someone else as captain america yeah so but um look at it this way chris
1: you were committed to nine films and you made how many millions of dollars and a teacher is contracted for how many years and only makes maybe a million? No, I'm kidding. I know you're, you're, you're supportive of teachers and whatnot. That's all. What I'm just trying to make. Anyway, move
0: on. Moving um, on. <laughs> um. <laughs> so now we're going to talk about the movies. Woo! We'll start off with Iron Man, released May 2nd of 2008, and it was directed by John Favreau. Tony Stark, genius, billionaire, extraordinaire, playboy, and leader of Stark Industries, and of course, we know that he was played by da- by Robert, Ra- F- uh, yeah, Robert, <laughs> by Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> played by Robert Downey Jr. A defense company he inherited from his father Howard Stark is captured by terrorist group Ten Rings in Afghanistan.
1: So, this is what blew my mind the very first time I actually watched Iron Man because it took me a couple of years to watch it um i was watching it and then they said something about the 10 rings i was like wait what and then like uh it kind of left my mind until i went back and watched it again like when they announced um you know the next phase of superheroes and they said shang chi and i was like wait
0: (gasps) oh my god
1: shang chi and the legend Legend of of the the 10 rings yeah i was like Holy crap, I remember, like, freaking out about it when I first watched Iron Man, and then, like, they thought about
0: it that long ago. Ugh, it blew my mind. It's pretty awesome. After the attack, Stark and fellow prisoner Dr. Ho Yinsen rig an electromagnet implant in Stark's chest to keep shrapnel shards from reaching his heart. In an attempt to escape, Yinsen sacrifices himself while they create an electric generator to power a suit of armor. Returning
1: home with the intent of no longer manufacturing weapons, Stark finds his father's old Stark Industries partner, Obadiah Stane, who disagrees with the plans of action. So, you know, they had a little tough, a little argument. Um, (laughs) uh, Stark uses his time to build a more technologically advanced suit. But as the Ten Rings gather up the pieces of Stark's prototype soup to rebuild it, Stane kills them and takes the suit for himself and calls it the Iron Monger. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's funny. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then Stark's personal assistant, Pepper Potts... Oh, Pepper Potts. a
0: assistant. Mm.
1: <laughs> Upon discovering, Stane hired the Ten Rings himself, devised a plan to help Stark... With the aid of Agent Philip Coulson. Hey, Phil, whatever. (laughs) From the Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division, or S.H.I.E.L.D. S.H.I.E.L.D. Much easier to say, and I (laughs) like that they put that as an acronym. Yeah.
0: I think they're very big on acronyms. Which is okay with me, because some of their shit's too long, like (laughs) that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so, Stain and Stark's showdown culminates in a battle that shows off the power of the arc reactors. While Agent Coulson attempts a cover-up narrative, Stark brazenly admits, No, no, no. I'm
1: Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, he goes, "Oh, no, fuck that. I'm Iron Man.
0: Uh, like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's a post credit scene uh, where S.H.I.E.L.D. director Nick Fury tells Stark about the Avengers initiative. And he says, Do you think you're the only superhero in the world? Ooh. Those are Yes. Uh, Yeah. I'm the Tony Stark. Hello. I am the Iron Man. Uh, Yeah. I am the beginning and I am the end. He was the end. Oh, shut up! I know. Okay. Okay.
1: The next film to come out for the first phase was The Incredible Hulk. It was released on June 13th of 2008. Directed by Louis Leterrier. The Hulk was played by Edward Norton, which we all know Mark Ruffalo takes over for him. Eventually. Eventually. After exposure to gamma radiation, Dr. Bruce Banner, now with the ability to transform into a creature when his heart rate rises above 200, (laughs) is on the run and a fugitive from the U.S. military who wants to weaponize him which if you knew dr banner at all he did not want any of that shit he was a really good guy and he did not want to be a weapon
0: well you don't want to be a bow yeah i he doesn't but i wouldn't mind
1: it it'd be fun <laughs> no let's face it i'd be a boomer What? <laughs> 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 i definitely wouldn't be a smoker because i don't smoke so yeah and i wouldn't be a hunter because ugh, in either universe because oh all that crouching you have to do is one, and then the other one you have to be a reptile. Ugh. Yeah, what else? And then you have to track things. Ew,
0: work. Ugh.
1: Maybe a spitter, but I'm not a quitter. So. <laughs>
0: hola? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: discovered after Banner's blood accidentally makes his way into a factory bottle. Lieutenant General, almost said General.
0: <laughs> General.
1: Lieutenant General Thaddeus Ross sends British military special ops Emil Blonsky to secure Banner, who fails and is then injected with an alternate super soldier serum.
0: Wonder who that's gonna be? Hmm. Mm. So Banner continues to do research while corresponding with a mysterious Mr. Blue in hopes to find a cure. After a second confrontation with Blonsky and Ross's forces, Banner transforms into the Hulk. And flees with Betty, his former girlfriend, and Ross's daughter. Ooh! Drama. On the run, Banner and Betty meet Mister Blue, who ends up being Doctor Samuel Stearns, and he believes he has found an antidote for Banner, but also reveals he has synthesized his blood into a mass supply. With Banner and Betty in custody,
1: Blunt. Blonde... I turned on my spit. <coughs> <laughs> Swallow. I did. Uh, Blonsky demands to be injected with Banner's blood serum regardless of consequences, which turns him into the Abomination. Ross allows Banner to transform into Hulk to stop the Abomination. With Blonsky defeated, Banner retreats to Bella Coola, British Columbia, where he experiments with transformation control. Then there's a post credit scene, because, you know, this isn't MCU without one. Tony Stark approaches General Ross about a team that he is putting together.
0: So the suspense thickens. Yeah, because then you didn't hear anything f- about it for like literal years. So about two years later, after that, Iron Man 2 was released on May 7th, 2010. And it was also directed by John Fabro. And Tony Stark, or yeah, played by Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> All okay. right. Um, so Tony Stark played Tony Stark. <laughs> um, now, Robert Daphne Jr. returns as Tony Stark. Stark has maintained peace through the use of his armor despite pressure from the government and reinstated the Stark Expo as a nod to his father, Howard's legacy. The palladium core in the arc reactor that powers his suit as well as keeps Stark alive is slowly poisoning him prompting Tony to appoint Pepper Potts CEO of Stark Industries and hires Natalie Rushman to replace her as his personal assistant. While racing at the Monaco Grand Prix,
1: Stark is attacked by an electric whip-wielding Ivan Vanko, whose father Anton collaborated with Howard Stark on the first arc reactor and now seeks to avenge his father's death. It's like, dude, chill. (laughs) get over it right god years ago (laughs) uh tech rival justin hammer fakes vanco's death to enlist him to build a line of armored suits to rival starts while james roadie rhodes takes the mark ii suit to the u.s military after going toe-to-toe with a despondent out-of-control stark that was a pretty intense part of the movie i was like oh my god what's going on (laughs) this is crazy um (laughs) yeah so please can't we just get along Ah, your friend stop the director of shield nick furyville stark's new personal assistant is natasha romanoff or black widow and that his father howard was a shield founder Fury gives Stark some of his father's old documents, including a hidden diagram of a new element, which he synthesizes for his arc reactor
0: with Jarvis, solving his palladium dependency. At Stark Expo, Hammer reveals his new Vanko-designed armored drones led by Rhodey in a heavily weaponized version of the Mark II armor, which Vanko turns to attack Iron Man. How dare you! Romanov returns control of the Mark II armor to Rhodes while Stark defeats the drones, ultimately neutralizing the Vanko threat. S.H.I.E.L.D. decides to only use Stark as a consultant. Stark and Rhodes receive medals for bravery, and Pepper steps down as CEO. post credit scene, Agent Coulson reports on a large hammer's presence at a New Mexico crater. Mmm, a hammer, huh? Mm.
1: I wonder who that was
0: well, let's find out it was Thor, guys it was thor <laughs>
1: <laughs> so thor was the next movie and it was released on may 6th 2011 which is basically almost a year exactly after the last one directed by kenneth branoff played by christopher Hemsworth, physicist jane foster and eric selvig along with darcy lewis drive towards a lightning storm in new mexico where they hit a person you know whoopsie and all the chaos in a flashback odin king of asgard defeats king rafi and the frost giants of juttenheim
0: and seizes the source of power the casket of ancient winters Back in present day, just as Odin's eldest son, Thor, prepares to ascend to the throne of Asgard, Frost Giants arrive to retrieve the casket, prompting Thor to travel to Jotunheim to confront Lafi against his father's warnings with his older brother Loki, Sif, and the Warriors Three. For his betrayal, Odin strips his son of his godly power and exiles him from Asgard to Midgard as a mortal Thor goes on the hunt for Mjolnir, where he infiltrates a shield site where he discovers he is no longer worthy enough to lift his hammer. Loki, who learned he is not Odin's biological son, but a descendant of the Frost Giants, becomes acting king after Odin falls into a coma and sends a destroyer to Midgard to follow Sif and the Warriors 3 and kill Thor. The
1: destroyers attack the Warriors Prompting Thor to sacrifice himself, proving himself worthy to wield Mjolnir. Betraying Lafi, Loki believes he has proved himself worthy to his adoptive father Odin. In a fight between Loki and Thor that destroys the Rainbow Bridge, Loki sacrifices himself after Odin refuses to give his approval. Thor admits to his father he is not ready to reign, as Foster and her team on Earth search for a way to connect with Asgard. In the post-credits scene, Selvig is taken to a S.H.I.E.L.D. facility and shown the Tesseract. Mind controlled by Loki, Selvig agrees to investigate the
0: object. Hmm. And then we move on to Captain America, the first Avenger. At (laughs) least, Released July 22nd, 2011, and it was directed by Joe Johnston. And he was played by Chris Evans. (laughs) Sorry, my favorite Chris out of all of them. In 1942, the Nazis, led by Johann Schmidt, discovered an object known as the Tesseract. Steve Rogers, rejected from World War II recruitment due to his small stature and health issues, attends an exhibition of future technologies with friend James Bucky Barnes, where he meets Dr. Abraham Erskine, who allows Rogers military enlistment. Wow,
1: I wonder how, why
0: he did that.
1: Mm-hmm. Sacrificing himself during basic training, Roger proves his worth to Erskine, Colonel Chester Phillips, and British agent Peggy Carter, in the Strategic Scientific Reserve Super Soldier Experiment. Schmidt, who underwent a similar super soldier procedure, and Arnim Zola harness the energies of the Tesseract for the purpose of powering Zola's inventions. Just as Roger successfully completes the super soldier treatment, Schmidt's assassins kill Erskine and flees with the last of the super soldier serum. Roger tours the country, selling war bonds as Captain America, <laughs> uh, which is kind of silly considering what we know he can do. And Schmidt secedes for the Third Reich, completing the process of forming Hydra to follow his own agenda.
0: Hey, Hydra. Yeah. Learning that Bucky and his unit were lost in a battle with Schmidt's forces... Rogers begins a solo rescue attempt with the aid of a vibranium shield gifted from Stark, the Howard Stark, that leads to the discovery of Schmidt's Red Skull. Rogers recruits a team, the Howling Commandos, to take on Hydra directly. The Tesseract destroys the Red Skull, which Stark recovers in the ocean, while Barnes and Rogers are both presumed dead. Rogers awakens to present-day Times Square, where Nick Fury tells him he has been asleep for 70 years. Fuck. Post credit, Nick Fury brings Steve Rogers an assignment. Um, they're just saying
1: he took a really long nap.
0: That's it. He just went and night for a little yeah. bit. It's not even that long. <laughs> no, come on. Honestly, though, it feels like I need 70 years of sleep. Seriously, to catch, to catch up, catch up on sleep?
1: Yeah. Oy. That sounds
0: really fucking heavenly.
1: It does, but then think of how much you would miss in this lifetime that makes make me sad.
0: Uh, maybe in the future there's free health care and free education for everybody. But what about all my family now? And my friends? We we'll all get frozen. Okay! Okay! So Sounds <laughs> neat! <laughs> Pretty neat!
1: <laughs> and then the final film of the first phase is oh, Marvel's The Avengers. <laughs> It was released on may 4th of 2012 directed by joss whedon during his exile loki and the other leader of the Chitauri strike a deal recover the tesseract in exchange for conquering earth eric solvig lead on a tesseract experiment unknowingly activates the object opening a wormhole summoning loki to earth well uh, you know that's a bit of a problem <laughs> I don't know if you know this but Loki's kind of mischievous so
0: yeah he doesn't look a little
1: naughty every now and then
0: you can like that naughty place too? I- I'm not gonna say <laughs> <laughs> yes anyway
1: <laughs> Loki escapes with Selvig and Clint Barton which we haven't mentioned until now mm. Loki's brainwashed them as S.H.I.E.L.D. director Nick Fury and Agent Maria Hill reactivate the
0: Avenger initiative.
1: Yeah. Just one or two things happen
0: in this film. Just a couple of important things happen in this film. Just tiny, small, big, important things. So a couple of things that happen in this film. Agent Natasha Romanoff is sent to find Bruce Banner. Agent Coulson visits Tony Stark, while Fury recruits Steve Rogers in order to retrieve the Tesseract. Putting in play the Avengers. His tough, brotherly love. Ineffective. Thor agrees to Loki's imprisonment aboard S.H.I.E.L.D.'s helicarrier. Loki escapes his prison at the cost of Coulson's life. bastard! Providing fuel for the Avengers to cooperate as a team. Avenge his death, people. Reunited, Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, Black Widow, and Hawkeye take on Loki's Chitauri invasion of Earth. The World Security Council decides to end the invasion by launching a nuclear missile which Stark intercepts and diverts into the wormhole before falling back to Earth and being caught by Hulk. The explosion stops the Chitauri attack while Romanoff closes
1: the portal with Loki's scepter ending the battle. Thor returns home to Asgard with Loki and the Tesseract in tow, while Fury notes the Avengers will reassemble again if needed. A mid credit scene, the Other tells his master of Floki's defeat, warning that engaging the Avengers would be courting death, thus prompting Thanos to smile. <laughs> when I saw that, I literally, I think I did scream out, <coughs> <laughs> and i had to stop because i was in the theater um don't
0: you mean thanos no <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> and
1: then um the famous post credit scene of them just eating food after the, the battle all in the rubble and everything that's such a good scene like it just it humanized them some more for people, and I loved it.
0: Mm-hmm. I like that they're all sitting together, just fucking like grabbing on some food. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so we're gonna talk about uh, some of our favorites. Who's your favorite Avenger from the first phase?
0: Uh, this isn't super easy. Hands down, it's Tony Stark, aka Iron Man. Um, he's just super fun. I love him. He's awesome. He's cool. He's kind of one of those, like, I hate the term lovable asshole because I think people just throw that, like, randomly to everything. When sometimes it's just like, no, you're just an asshole. You're not lovable. He really is kind of one of those. Yeah. Because he grew up. That's true, too. He learned and he evolved. Because he definitely wasn't lovable at first. That's true. That's true. But, you know, he's a little sassy sometimes with everybody else. And he's just really hella smart, too. But yeah, so he's one of my favorites. Um, and this is coming from me who didn't watch all the movies until early last year. So yeah, I just think he's awesome. So, But who is your favorite Avenger from Phase One? My favorite Avenger from Phase One is... I don't
1: know if you've heard of him. Um, Steve Rogers, aka Captain America. He's my favorite. Yes. Which is funny because when I was a kid, he was my least favorite Avenger. hmm I really think the only reason I like it so much is because of how well Chris Evans did.
0: I think that's it's we talked about this before. It's because of the actors Uh that portrayed him, that they made the character come to life. Mm -hmm. And that's why casting is super important. And what if they had casted since Robert Downey Jr. was kind of doing a spiral thing? What if they had ended up casting someone else? Like you said, we don't think it would have been as successful, Mm -mm. as good as it was, because he made him come to life. Yeah. And same thing with Captain America. Because I agree with you. Before I watched it, like I knew Chris Evans, but I didn't really watch his stuff at the time. And I just like, you know, the whole Captain America. And I'm like, that's not my type of hero. I yeah. don't really care for it. I watched it, and he's my second favorite mm-hmm. because of that. Because he just did such a good fucking job, and he made him really likable.
1: Yeah. Um. I think my problem, even as a little girl, I thought Captain America was like a, a chauvinistic asshole, mm-hmm. and I didn't see that. which he. I, I can he see was that. Yeah. because of the era he was written in mm-hmm. but yeah that made me not really like him and yeah you just got those vibes from him that you're just like nah, yeah the I don't 40s 50s yeah. vibes
0: that you're just like not my cup of tea yeah so but
1: the way they portrayed him in the movies and he wasn't a chauvinistic pig he was literally like genuinely that's how he was mm-hmm. so I don't know. It just made me like Captain America. And I think that's what bumped him up. Because when I was a kid, Tony Stark was my favorite Avenger. Mm-hmm. So, and I did read the comics and I did watch the TV shows and stuff. So, until like the X-Men started uh, yeah. collaborating, <laughs> then Tony Stark got bumped up real quick as my favorite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's awesome. But yeah, I like uh, a lot of them. I think like we were saying, they did such a good job with the cast. I will say... I feel kind of bad now, especially you know I still have to see Hawkeye the series, and I feel bad because he was the one that I was like, what does he bring to the table? I always felt like him and Romanoff really didn't bring a lot. But the more I, when I you know the more movies that I watch with them, I felt really like an asshole like seeing like they're not really good enough. Like why are they even part of this? Like whatever. But when I watched the Black Widow movie, it wasn't my favorite, but I really did like the storyline mm-hmm. with her sister. I agree. So you're saying like Black Black Hawk? <laughs> Black Widow and Hawkeye
1: are your least favorite characters? Or were? They, one they
0: really were. I don't hate them. I never really did. I just really didn't. When I first watched like the first Avengers movie, I didn't feel like they brought a lot to the team. Uh-huh. But um, especially when I watched Endgame, that's when I was like no, they're pretty cool.
1: So, so when I was a kid, I did not like Black Widow because she didn't to me, she didn't have superpowers, so she wasn't very cool, whatever. Yeah. But then as I got older, I realized like she kind of did have superpowers, but not really. And the fact that she didn't really need the superpowers and she could still kick people's asses with all you know without that. Like fucking Black Widow is awesome. So that was my take when I got older of Black Widow. But my least favorite character, and this is just because I'm just going through the first phases, was Thor. Wow. Uh uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. That's surprising. I know, right? I didn't hate him at all. I thought he did
0: well, and I just it's like, meh, it was okay. Yeah. So the way I feel about him, I will say, if you exclude Hawkeye and Bacuero, my least favorite would be the Hulk. I don't know. I just didn't really care for the whole, I get angry and then I just become strong and smash things, but... You know, and I do think it's a little better once Mark Ruffalo starts playing him. 100%. And that's when I, like, I can jam with the Hulk.
1: 100%. Like, Edward Norton didn't do a terrible job. Mark Ruffalo just does a
0: better one. I agree with that. Uh, but what was your favorite movie from Phase One? Okay, this is going to shock you. Oh my gosh, I'm ready for this. spider Man 2. Wow. I, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think I remember you telling me that. Uh-huh. It's like... Really? Because it's funny because that's kind of my least favorite of the Iron <laughs> But that's that's fine. I think part of it is because I don't care for... This is going to be a very unpopular opinion, but I don't care for Don Cheeto playing Rhodey. I, I like Terrence Howard as Rhodey, but, you know, that's a personal opinion. <laughs> and, uh yeah, I just didn't like all the... Just their interactions together. Um and that's why it's like my least favorite of the Iron Man movies, but why do you, why do you like it? Because I like Don, um, <laughs> Cheeto.
1: Cheeto better. Oh, that's hilarious, <laughs> yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah. Cause to me, he was more of Rhodey than Terrence Howard was. He did a good job too. Don't get me wrong, but I, I think uh, Don did a better job. I, like
0: closer to the character okay that's fair especially since you like actually read the comics and stuff that's yeah. fair I feel like it's a fair assessment but yeah it's a you know one of those uh personal opinion things uh-huh. but yeah what was your favorite one uh, my favorite one was Iron Man the first one I loved it from beginning to end and um I'm pretty sure it was my first MCU movie uh-huh. that I watched too and I just I don't know it just made me really like really want to watch the rest of the movies that came out afterwards it's because well okay not not for saying speaking for you
1: but like i think the reason tony like because i was thinking in my head sorry yeah the reason so many people fell in love with tony stark is because they saw the change that he could make in himself and they probably realized like i could do that Mm -hmm. i could you know make myself better that's how i usually pick my favorite heroes or whatever too because they've overcome something
0: yeah and I just thought he was, like, super fun. I thought the whole movie was really fun. I liked him, like, his little, sn- you know, little snarky remarks. I thought that was fun. I thought, like, even his whole persona before he made the change, I, I thought it was entertaining as fuck. Um, and, yeah, I liked that at the end where he was like, nah, fuck it, I'm Iron Man. Like, that was my favorite part. Like, nah. Yeah. Uh, nah. Yeah, and this is my address. No. <laughs> That's where I live. Well, he kind of
1: did that in... Was it the second one or the third one? This is the second second one where they actually went and
0: destroyed this place.
1: This is where I live. Like, fucking bring it. And then they brought it. And he's like, hey.
0: Wait, I didn't mean it that way. (laughs) Don't bring it that way. That's expensive. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Nah.
1: He didn't baby back. He's got this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Baby back. I just always think about rips. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. (laughs) It's because...
1: When we play like uh, Fortnite and stuff, we call people baby back bitches all the time. (laughs) (laughs) We only say it because we're angry at the time when they beat us. Gosh, we don't mean it.
0: (laughs) I didn't mean it, I
1: swear. I didn't mean it. I was angry at the time because I lost.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, who do you think would win in a fight between Captain America and the Hulk? Um,
1: I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Captain because Hulk is very strong but he's not as strategic as Captain is where Captain can like fully use his brain when he's fighting Hulk can use most of it but not the bruce banner part
0: yeah so i think he just yeah he runs on the rage that's why i'm going with cap i think that's fair to say he's kind of like also just clumsy and just angry and just trying to you know exactly so it's a good thing to have him on your side though because since he's allowed to be angry and all this and that not think about it it's fine if he fucks up everybody else's shit exactly that's why you have to go the sun setting real low. Or the sun's getting
1: real low. <laughs> <laughs> Shh god <night>, <laughs> Um mm,
0: Nick Fury and Agent Colson. Who would win? Ooh, I I'm sorry I have to say Nick Fury. He just He has a freaking eye patch for crying out loud. He don't give a fuck. Even though the backstory to that it's kind of conflicting yeah. depending on where you come get your source from, but yeah, I definitely think Nick Fury. Also, because he's played by freaking Samuel J. Jackson. Samuel, damn it! <laughs> yeah. Uh, gosh, I'm just renaming everything yeah. the other ever one today. But you're, yeah,
1: you're pulling a me. <laughs> <laughs> Marvin K. Mooney. <laughs> Samuel <laughs> J.
0: Jackson. <laughs> um, what about? Let's see. Okay, Black Widow versus Iron Man. Oh, Iron Man.
1: <laughs> I mean, I love Black Widow, don't get me wrong, but it, it's Iron Man. Yeah. Because she
0: can't fly away from him. That's true. You, know? you don't think she can outsmart, outsmart him? Nah, because he's yeah. super smart too. True, I so <laughs> I was like trying to find him different <laughs> well, ways. Okay, like, like
1: if it was just hand to hand combat, it would be Romanoff, Black oh, Widow. Right, right, right. No, like. But if anything
0: down. is like not, like anything's open, like uh-huh. anything goes, what if she takes off her top? Um, he better not care because of Pepper <laughs> Potts. Yeah right. <laughs> I think that I think in that case Pots would win. Just go and knock them both out. Yeah. <laughs> She'd be like, "Bitch, what?" <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, you can admire other women just as long as you don't touch them.
0: You can look, but you can't touch.
1: Okay, Nikki, Jesus.
0: <laughs> okay, how about how about Thorn Cap? Um, I would have to say. Oh, wait, no, because that's kind of hard. Uh-huh. Because when you think about it, Captain is worthy enough of his hammer. So, Mm -hmm. But But he's
1: only worthy of Mjolnir because of the general good, and uh, he does have the power for it, too. But, yeah, he's worthy of Mjolnir. But is he as powerful as Thor? (sighs)
0: Uh That's true. Okay. He's pretty badass, but I'd have to say Thor, personally. He's fucking powerful. Especially when he gets that electricity shit going on, when his mm, bzz, like his eyes and shit, like yeah, that's scary. But I like it. That's mm. in the third movie. God. Okay. Okay. All fine. Right. Okay. Let's let's stick with face One. Um, I still personally ah. think that Thor would still be Captain's ass. Sorry, Captain. As, as much as it
1: pains me to agree with you, I do. Yeah. But that's well. Okay. Well, in this movie, Thor. In the movies, Thor is more strategic than Mm -hmm. he is in the comics and stuff which he's not like terribly not strategic in the comics but like right yeah and I think strategy puts people above a lot
0: of things Mm -hmm. so I agree all right that was really fun I just love podcasting with you I know it's a blasty blast
1: (laughs) well we're gonna keep that uh, podcast trade rolling. When we true talk, true. about <laughs> oh, oh, we're gonna stay on the same tracks,
0: uh-huh. uh-huh, uh-huh,
1: uh-huh, and we're gonna talk about a few different theme parks from around the world, some that we might have been to, some that we want to go to, and we're gonna just talk about the different things that you can do there, that you used to be able to do there, all kinds of fun stuff.
0: Yeah. So stay tuned for that. It should be real fun. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> yeah don't forget you can reach us at our email address and don't forget to follow us on our social medias on twitter and instagram that's where we're mainly active and we're also going to be making a website here soon so stay tuned for that as well and all of the links to all of our social media and our email address are going to be in the show notes and don't forget our discord which if you go there you can
1: see some of the stuff we don't always use discord to communicate because we're usually face to face but every once in a while we have to do research apart and so we'll send links sometimes to each other or different things so you can kind of see how we think a little bit
0: yeah that's actually a very good idea and if you're up for it go ahead and give us a five-star review you know if we brought a smile to your face or a nice hearty laugh even once please please place help let's get <laughs> <laughs> all right are you ready to assemble and head out hell yeah let's fucking go to the loop fellow rebels, rebels.
1: this is where i live like fucking bring it and then they brought it and he's
0: like hey wait i didn't mean it that way don't bring it that way It's <laughs> <That's> expensive stop <laughs> yeah
1: nah he didn't I mean, baby back he's got this
0: baby <laughs> back i just always think about rips i want my baby back baby back baby back, baby back.